to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're right back here with you on a Monday on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bakovan. He is Eric Strickland. And uh, we're covering all the all things sports, all things that we can find. Of course, Husker football practice happened today. They had a uh, post-game quotes from Brent. Or, I don't know what. Uh, sorry, I was trying to communicate with the producer over there. Uh, we, but I don't. Uh, we had Shenander. Uh, we'll have Sip at five twenty-five. Is when we're giving him a call, Nick. <laughs> all right, maybe maybe let him know we're trying to get him. A... There we go. Yeah, we yeah we just uh, excellent communication to start here. <laughs> but in any case, uh, let's get into this uh, this our topic for now, which is a little bit of clarity coming out from the Kel Gundy situation. If you didn't see it over the weekend, Kel Gundy, um, the longest tenured assistant in the Big Twelve, he has been with Oklahoma, um, you know, from the Bob Stoops days into the Lincoln Riley days, and Brent Venables kept him along. He's been everything from a wide receiver coach, running back coach, assistant head coach, uh, and. Uh, he stepped down uh, because of saying, I, th- I forget the way he, he said it. He says reading a shameful word. So it was, he was having film study or whatever. The players were supposed to take notes. He grabbed one of the players' iPads and just read song lyrics, I believe is what it was. What was whatever was on the iPad of the player. And uh, we didn't know for a while. You're just kind of like trying to read the tea leaves. Like, what, what does that mean? Is it racially charged? Because what else is really going to cause somebody to resign here? Uh, and then Brent, Brent Venables, Oklahoma head coach. Of course, Nebraska plays Oklahoma. So this is kind of interesting even in Nebraska standards. Uh, Brent Venables ended up saying, um, uh, uh, releasing a, a statement. And I'll read it here again for you. He said, as painful as it has been dealing with Coach Gundy resigning from the program, it doesn't touch the experience of pain felt by a room full of young men. I am charged to protect, lead, and love. There are a few things I would like to address. Coach Gundy resigned from the program because he knows what he did was wrong. He chose to read aloud to his players not once but multiple times, which is kind of new information for us here, but I'll continue with the statement. Uh, Not once but multiple times a racially charged word that is objectable uh, to everybody and does not reflect the attitude and values of our university or our football program. This is not acceptable, period. Coach Gundy did the right thing in resigning. He knows our goals for excellence and that coaches have special responsibilities to set an example. He also knows that while he will always be a part of the OU family, that his words affected many of us and did not represent the principles of our university. Again, his resignation was the right thing to do, and we will move forward positively. Um, it's it's interesting because Kel Gundy's initial response was less detailed. So, again, you didn't know. sounded like he said, you know, maybe read a lyric, a word that was offensive, but, um, you know, maybe didn't have time to kind of think about it. So mm-hmm. it, it was kind of weird. It was like, is he resigning? Was he forced to resign? Is he doing this on his own accord? Does he not want to be a distraction to the players? Um, and you can see here, clearly, at least Venables was on the side of you need to resign. This is that this is not something that's acceptable. And certainly, I think, you know, when you kind of think about that reading a lyric or whatever in a room full of players. Usually you don't, you know, I, I, I was kind of thinking at, at first, maybe a slap on the wrist. Maybe you, you suspend him for a game or whatever the case may be. I mean, we've had situations here at Nebraska where a coach gets a DUI and he's still in, on the team. I mean, they're, they're seemingly maybe things that are a little bit more um, dangerous or, you know, 
could send a, a bad message more than this. Of course, we don't know the exact details here. Again, now knowing that it was racially charged, we all kind of uh, expected that. But um, do you see this as as it's something that would be problematic? Do you think, or or is if if it's only problematic to a few players on the team, is that enough to to make the guy resign? Well, let's be honest about this. He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, He's he's touched Adrian Peterson. He's touched greatness. Oh yeah. He's not only had good talented, but he's also coached him up. I mean, he took a JUCO transfer in Damian Williams, who ended up turning out to be a second team All Big Big Ten honors. He's he's taking receivers like Sterling Shepard, who kind of were marginal, but became great under his tutelage. I mean, he's he's a good coach. All the skill position players you can think about Oklahoma yeah, the last says. 20 years. Exactly. He's been involved with, including involved with. their running back coach, DeMarco Murray, right now. Exactly. So when you look at it from that standpoint, you, you know, you, 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 let's, let's not take that, you know, for granted. He's a good coach. But what was said about him was that one of his uh, former players came out uh, on his behalf and 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 spoke quite loudly, um, which was Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon came out and and said he understands kind of how everything went, uh, but at the end of the day, he recognizes that and and wanted it to be known that he in no form or shape or fashion is, you know, racist by any means. We live in a we live in a very sensitive time. Unfortunately, right? Everything you do, you're on eggshells. I listen. I I have to be honest because I went to the store today, and there was a young lady, and and it's just it's just it's hard to like you know get a hold to it. Now I'm not I'm not making an excuse for this, but I'm just saying this is the type of you know life we're living right now. Mm-hmm. The young lady kind of was dressed, looking boyish, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Me, as a former officer's son, I tend to address people, hey, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. You know, not not with any intent or malcontent to it. Just That's just part of my, you know, asking me a question, no, ma'am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I sensed, I can read the room a little bit, but I sensed there was some apprehension to me. You might have said the wrong saying, word. Saying, ma'am, yeah. you know, and shoot, today, you know, people, they, if you don't call them a blue jay, what? You look like your yours is a blue jay or a cardinal. How am I supposed to? Right, you know it's Pronouns, crazy, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I no, to each his own. I'm not coming against it. I'm just saying it makes it difficult because I just happened to sense it. I apologized and was like, hey, um, and I just I think I just said something bland like, you know, just thank you or just yeah. something to where I didn't make reference to. Who you? Because I mean, shoot, I didn't know, yeah. but I can sense their energy changed. You know, based on what I said. So that's what I think is is going on now. I mean, yes, it was stated. I don't think there was, you know, malcontent to it. But then at the end of the day, that can hinder what the future of Oklahoma football looks like. I think I'm over here not cheering, but I'm cheering, if I can say that, because. That can throw some wrinkles in in things, you know, of how their wide receiver core responds. And act. is it going to create some type of tension? They're a number. They're a top ten team right now. Yeah. We're going to get into the rankings. They're a top ten team. If Nebraska can do what they're supposed to do, let me just say they need to do what they're supposed to, do, and they show up three and zero. 
Oh yeah. Against an Oklahoma team that's that's kind of dealing with some topsy turvy issues internally. I would like to go with that smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm 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 throwing stuff. Like I am talking on the line. I'm talking to the receivers and I'm 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 engaging. I want to get them mad, frustrated, forget their routes. I'm trying to do everything. That's what the antlers used to do to us. They used well. to chart situations <laughs> with us yeah. and, and put them on blast. I don't know if we should be uh, copying the antlers. They're bad reputation. They're nasty. Yeah. But I'm saying as a player, right? Yeah. You always look for an advantage. Right. If I'm a DB across from you. I'm what am I going to say that gets you off your game? You yeah, I'm going to try to stir you up. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not advocating, but I'm just saying that's gamesmanship. Internally, on the line, in the in the trenches, those are games. Don't think Deion Sanders and the likes of them didn't know what was going on in other people's, their receivers' lives or in their situations or with their marriages or whatever. The, and oh, yeah. they did not bring that stuff up. You Those fights don't just spark that's in on the field from just, you know, you playing. Yeah. Stuff is being said. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's interesting because, like you said, I mean, it could it, it, it's definitely a distraction for Venables. Yeah. Um, and, you know, pr- probably a rock, a foundation that they expected to keep around. Venables coached with Coach Gundy in the early, like, late like 1999, 2000, when they were both part of that Oklahoma staff. Mm-hmm. So kind of bringing it all the way back around to then for, for Coach Venables. And, again, he's been, you know, kind of st- stable through um, – both the regimes of Bob Stoops, which obviously was a long-lasting regime, and the Lincoln-Riley one, which is a little bit shorter, but going into the third one there. Um, so it's uh, it's interesting. It certainly is interesting. A lot of his players kind of stepping up and saying they weren't a fit and he's a great coach and all that. But, um, again, I, I feel like if there's just a few guys that are offended or d- yeah. didn't like it, it could cause a rift. So yeah. maybe you got to yeah. separate at that point. Um, yeah. You have to address it, unfortunately. You, yeah. you really do. You have to address it. I think – he got ahead of it. Um, I think it kind of keeps it pretty internal. And I think that they had Venables handled it, you know, in, in the right manner. Unfortunately, you hate to lose a good coach like that. Yeah. I mean, can that be replaced as you're approaching the season? That's something that can't be done, right? I don't care what the sports analyst guy has. Those young men have established a relationship with you know, right. Coach Gundy. Right. You know what I mean? Coach Gundy has a way of motivating and getting into them and speaking to their heart. And, you know, the other guys just kind of going to come in and just be like, you know, how does he walk into that room and gain the the respect and the confidence of those players? And is he going to get the most out of them now that maybe Gundy could have gotten out of them? Right. It could be just about winning and maybe they just step up to themselves. But sometimes those things can can throw wrinkles in your program. And if you just join us, we're talking about Kel Gundy, the Oklahoma assistant that got in trouble. Not Mike Gundy, the Oklahoma State head coach, who is actually the brother of Kel Gundy. Um, but uh, Kel, Kel Gundy, Gundy, OU quarterback. Former back OU quarterback as well. Yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's right. So uh, if you wonder, too, because I thought, I thought that, too, is kind of thinking – why hasn't he joined his brother? brother? Like, yeah, you would think after all that he spent twenty years coaching against his brother. Hates it. Yes, you know he hates that. But he's a sooner. He's a sooner. Yeah, he's not going down there. What do you OB think State? about? What do you think about the player? This is the only. I kind of feel bad for that. That would player. be like me going to Creighton. <laughs> right. I would do it because you know. hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you're supposed to cover yourself. You don't. You're not getting faced with that sort of thing these days. No. Hey, Strick, hey. if you were recruited today by top ten Creighton. In Nebraska, where would you go? I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to the Final Four, baby. I'm trying to win a game or 
too. Hey, you're supposed to bleed Nebraska red over here <laughs> until the end. No, listen, listen. I, I, I'm built differently, my boy. You got to win. I'm, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm trying to change the culture. Mm-hmm. I'm built differently. If I, if I see the prospects of it, like, for example, if I see the prospects of, of winning, I'm doing what Jawan Howard did at Michigan. I'm hunting the best of the best in my area, in my region. And don't think if I had AAU opportunities like they have now, I'm the best recruiter in that circuit because I'm not only going to try to shut you down, I'm going to talk you up to like, okay, you ain't got to deal with Stricky if you just come on over here and work with Join me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like that's the kind of stuff I'm putting out in the atmosphere. I'm like, you know, you you just – you can run with Stricky instead of having to face this, this smoke. You yeah. know what I'm giving to you every day. <laughs> you know, you're going to see me on the next circuit, too. If you don't want to see me, come on to Nebraska, baby. Let's go. I'm doing the Jawan Howard salesmanship. <laughs> say, I'm trying to bring it here, At baby. that point, they might not join you, but they're certainly not going to join your conference opponents. They don't want to see you. They don't want to see Stricky, no. no. <laughs> so, at least you got that. Uh, what I was going to ask, what, what, I mean, what do you think about the the player? Obviously, his name hasn't been released, but the guy that wasn't doing his job instead had song lyrics on his iPad that led to Kel Gunny. You locker room rip <sighs> there? Is that something after a few practices you just whatever? That could that could that could spurn some ostracizing mm-hmm. amongst that player. Like, bro, you 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 know you were the linchpin to making this all happen. Yeah, because Kel Gunny seems seemingly very beloved. Yeah, almost by everybody in Norman, yeah. but made this mistake here. That that that, that could I mean that could put you in ostracized mode. You know. Yeah. Let, that's very that's kind of reminiscent of why Kobe became kind of who Kobe is. Because Kobe did and broke some major bro codes when he began to tell the inner 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 sanctum stuff of Shaquille O'Neal. Hmm. That part that was part of their rift that yeah. they had, right? Because you just don't do that. And there are players that I think uh uh, Russell, uh, D'Angelo, Russell. D'Angelo oh, Russell yeah. did it. You got Nick Young in trouble. You, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. You, yo, you don't break those type of codes, bro, because you're like a fraternity when you come into those locker rooms. And it's the same in college sports. It's like a fraternity. And, and, and whatever goes on within this group structure, it should stay here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the same manner. So I think that that could be an issue potentially – Maybe I would say keep an eye on whether or not he jumps in the transfer portal next year. Yeah. Well, we don't know who it is. I'm sure there's, we don't know, but I'm watch, sure there's rumors watch going around receiver, Norman. Watch wide receiver transfer portals. <laughs> if you see one pop in there, just just make an assumption that it might be him. Yeah. There you go. That, that could be the case. Uh, let's take a quick break here on the block. We're up against it, but uh, it is time for your chance to win fifteen dollars to Buffalo Wings and Rings. It is time for a shootout with Strick. Oh! We do it every day here on the block. Today, NFL preseason's already underway so let's uh let's get a little refresher on our on our huskers in the pre-season? nfl pre-season, and, yeah. hey y'all stay off the google yeah no Google. y'all be cheating no googling <laughs> <laughs> nfl preseason is what we're talking about but in any case 402-464-5685 the honda of lincoln hotline first person to call in will get their chance at 15 dollars to buffalo wings and rings just have to beat strick in a shootout we'll do that next year shootout with strick on the block on 93.7 the ticket